We continue our series entitled, Jesus Puts the Stud in Bible Study. Our discipleship and marriage minister, Robert Bennett, shares the reason and effectiveness for prayer. Pulling from various scriptures, he gives us three important points for both the reason and effectiveness of prayer. Now let's hear from Robert Bennett. Well, good to see everybody today. Uh, I thought I'd come up. Yes, I am on staff. My name is Robert Bennett. So you guys that don't know me, uh, I've been here a few years. Uh, I am one thing that none of the other staff, they are, they're not, as old as I am. Uh, that's my time. I'm the oldest staff member that we have in this church. I just want you to know. <laughs> so I take, that, I take that as a fame, right? <laughs> that's right. So it's good to see you guys. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we talk about prayer a lot. We, talk, we ask you to pray for this, so we ask you to pray for that. So we're going to talk about prayer a little bit. You know, prayer is very important uh, to us and to the Lord because that's the way our, we connect with the Lord to do that. It's a personal thing, but also it's a thing that we need to voice with others. So I want to talk to you about that a little bit. Sometimes we wonder, is God listening? Does he hear me? Because it seems like my prayers are not always answered the way I think they ought to be answered. So is he listening? So I want to start off with just, you know, what's the reason for prayer? Why do we even have prayer? So, the Father knows what we want before, before we pray it, so why do we need it? Why do we need to pray? If he already knows, why do we need to pray? What do you guys think? Why, why do we pray if he already knows? Why? What? Sometimes we don't know. That's right. We don't. That's true. But he wants us to depend on him. If we, if we don't pray, who do we depend on? Because we're all men, and what we instruct to do, to be the leaders of our household, the spiritual leaders of our household. And so we take that and we run with it. But what we do with that, a lot of times we don't depend on Christ to give us some of the answers that we're seeking. So we, we tend to lean on ourselves more. So it's very important that we communi uh, communi communicate, I can get out with the Father. There it says, whatever you pray, you receive because you have faith. And Matthew tells us that. So we pray, we, we have faith when we pray. So uh, we pray because we can be a part of a bigger story. When we pray to Christ. He wants to hear from us. Uh, to be effective in prayer is another topic. We ask uh, God to respond to us. We ask and it will be given to you, he says. He says, seek and you'll find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks uh, receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, will, it, the door will be open in Luke. So if you don't ask, you don't receive. So we have to ask. You know, uh, if you'll remember the Lord's way of doing things sometimes that by our prayers, he'll change what he's doing. Now think about this in Exodus. Remember when Moses in chapter 31 was on Mount Sinai and he was up there getting instructions from, from God and God says, hey, you need to go down. The people that you brought out of Egypt is going crazy. He said, you need to go down there and take care of them. Now, this is Robert's words, okay, but if you go to the Bible, it follows along pretty good. So he said, you need to go down and take care of them because I'm going to kill them. What God said. He said, I'm taking them out. I'm starting over. I'm going to give you a new people. What Moses do, he prayed, and he cried out to the Lord. And the Lord changed his mind. He says, okay, because you're a righteous man, I'm going to change, change my, what I was going to do. Now, again, 
My words are not exactly what the Bible says, but you go look for yourself and that's what happened. So he will change the way his thinking is sometimes if we pray. And I think the best way to pray is straight to him and get others to pray with us, to pray with us. But the most difficult thing, that, <clears throat> excuse me, the most difficult thing that we have is persevering. If we don't persevere, God might not change anything. You think about that. So maybe you've been praying for something for a long time and it's not, it's not coming out yet. It's don't, we just can't get the answer. But you know that God wants you to pray about it. So you keep praying. So Jesus in Luke told about a parable in Luke 18. And let me read that to you. He wants us to understand how persistent prayer is. So you remember this story about the, the woman that kept pursuing the king. He says, Luke 18, 1 through 8, follow along with me. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept Coming to him with a plea, grant me justice against my adversaries. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so she won't eventually come and attack me. Verse 6, And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not... God bring about justice for his chosen one who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? Verse 8, I'll tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, he will find faith on the earth. So why don't we give up hope? Why don't we give up hope? Why don't we do that? Because we're like relying on ourselves? It's, it's really easy to lose heart is when we're praying, isn't it? Because prayer is hard. It's not easy. It's not easy to pray. Because we have to take time out of our busy day to pray. So I ask you, when, should, when do you pray? This is why we should pray. Because it, because it says in Thessalonians, we should pray all the time. We should pray in the morning when we get up. We should pray at noon when we're at lunch. We should pray before we go to bed. That's just three times a day. But sometimes we don't even give God that, do we? We need to learn to pray and get in the habit of praying. Let me tell you guys, when you got something going on, you need to share what you've got going on. If you really want people to pray, you share with these other guys what your prayers are. Because God likes to see his people pray. So we can't just take prayer lightly. We really it is a serious thing that we have to do is pray. Because things will change. I've seen things change. It will happen. God wants you to cry out to him, I think. Because look at David all through Psalms. He cried out to the Lord. He cried out the whole time. So in Psalms 34, 17, 22, he said the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. A righteous person 
may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them, from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil will uh, slay the wicked. The foes of the, the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. So, he don't take prayer lightly at all. Why does he delay? Why do you think God delays? It's to change him, you think? Do you think it's to change him? It's to change us. You ever think about that? Instead of changing God's mind, the longer he delays in praying, we are our engine our prayers. Does it not change you a little bit because you're constantly praying? Maybe that's what we need to do is when we pray. We need to understand that we could be the one that God is, is changing, not us changing him. Because what happens when you pray? What happens when you pray, guys? You get closer to God, don't you? Because you talk to him more. What God wants with us, he wants an opportunity to talk with us. The, the thing I have, and I'll tell you what my, what my the thing is, I, I pray and I move on. I don't wait for an answer. Then I have to go back and pray again. So, Lord, I'm not, I'm not hearing you. Well, you. You're not sitting still. Is what the Lord said. Sit still and listen, and I'll answer. I also think that some of the things I've prayed for comes through other people. The answer does. Have you ever thought about that? That God can use other men and women to answer your prayers. Now, how does that happen? Because God, can, God works through different things. I mean, if he can talk to a darn mule, get a mule to talk, why can't he get anybody else to, 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 to uh, answer your prayers? I mean, you know, because I think he does. I have prayed for several things and it's come through other people or come through a service that John Mark or Bose taught, things I've prayed for, then I, I get the answer through that. There's just different ways that God will speak to us if we pray. But if we don't communicate, he's not going to answer anything. We have, to, we have to understand. We have to talk to him. He wants a relationship. It's all about the relationship. And I think you guys know that. It's all about the relationship. He wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with the people around you. He wants that. So uh, it's not that uh, we're going to do great things. We just might be an average person. Which, which am I? Well, I don't do great things, but God can use you with great things. With the little things that you do, I don't care if it's a parking lot or Gene bringing donuts, it's great things. You know what I'm saying? It's things that he can use, those little things that make everything work. But we have to, we have to communicate with him. In James it says, prayer is the way to defeat the devil. Also in James says, prayer is the way to uh, acquire wisdom. I pray that a lot, I just want you to know. Prayer is how the saints get strength in Matthew. Prayer is the way we get laborers out to the mission field in Matthew. In James it says, prayer is how we cure the sick. Prayer is how we accomplish the impossible in Mark. Let me ask you something. How many times have you used James 5, 13 through 15 when you pray over a brother or sister? Because you pray for healing. What does it say in James 13, 15? It says, Bring the elders together and pray over the sick. Anoint them with oil. It says. 
some quotes from some of our current uh, mint pastors that's around David Jeremiah. Prayer isn't simply a matter of bringing our needs to, needs to the Lord. It's a matter to know the, the God to whom we bring our needs. Uh, Charles Stanley says, prayer is the lifeblood of an inheritance relationship with a father. But believers often have questions about its power and effectiveness. Don't hesitate to take your queries to the Lord. Dig into scripture for answers and seek the counsel of a trusted spiritual mentor. Prayer is too important to neglect. What's Charles, have you ever watched, a lot of you watched Charles Stanley, what does he say? How do you fight your battles? On your knees. He says it every time, and I believe it with all my heart, that you fight your battles on your knees. Uh, I don't think that Jesus meant for us to be on our knees all the time, but we need to be in, a, in an attitude of prayer all the time. And guys, it's our responsibility as leaders of our families, leaders of a life group, a men's group, or whatever, to pray and to show that you pray. We've got to pray. Our communication is open to Christ. We have to pray. If we don't, we have no communication with God. We don't see all the results and how he can work through us by communicating with him. I've had uh, people say, you know, I can't pray out loud. And I said, man, you don't have to. I'll never call on you. If you're ever in my class, I'll never call on you to pray if I don't know that you can pray. I'll ask for volunteers. And I remember people saying, I can't pray, so don't call on me. I said, I won't call on you. But I've seen a guy that says, you'll never catch me praying out loud. I said, okay, I'm good with that. You pray in your closet, like Christ says. So I'm in a class. We divide the class up and we're praying. And we hear these guys and we're praying for the country. We're just praying for all the topics you have. Going around the room, going around the room, all of a sudden I hear this voice. And it's the guy that said, you'll never hear me pray out loud. He was praying with a group of about 50 people in the room. He would pray out loud. Now, why, why and how did he get there? By communicating with God. And he's getting used to talking to God. And so it was just like taking a conversation and talking with God. The, the, the day that I heard that, I mean, I'm getting to be, you know, I'm a pretty old guy. And so when you get older, for some of you guys, you get real emotional about things. And I couldn't hardly close the prayer because I was so choked up over his prayer. You know, so it happens. And so, of course, nowadays we get so emotional when the, when the uh, director, the, the lady comes on and tells me where to turn, I get kind of emotional over that. Oh, that was sweet, you know. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, prayer is so important. You know, police officers, even when they're not uh, when they're working, they carry a firearm. 90% of the time, you'll see a police officer carrying a firearm. They're always ready. They're always armed because they never know what's, what's, going to, uh, what's going to come up. Prayer is our fire, firearm. Prayer is our gun that we need to keep ready. 
the, the, the Bible is where we get our answers, but prayer is the gun that we have to carry. We're always ready. Keep it cocked and loaded is what I'm telling you because it is the only thing that we have to go to Christ with and survive. Because it's so important for us to have prayer in our holster, in our pocket. So just like the police officers, we need to have prayer available all the time. So comments, guys. What time is it? 6.39, still got some time. Well, you, how, you, how do you feel about prayer? How do y'all pray regularly? I mean, let's, 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 let's witness right here. Do I pray regularly? I pray as much as I can. When I say that, I pray. I, do I pray in the morning? Yeah, I pray just say, Lord, let me get up. You know, when you're, when you're this age. Then I close it at night going, thank you, Lord, for letting me go to bed again and wake up and hope you wake me up again. How important is prayer? It's one of the most important things we can do in our life. We want to be examples for others, guys. We really do. The example is all on us and everything that we do. Prayer is so important. Give me a give me a time, if anybody don't mind, a time that you prayed and it wasn't answered right away. Anybody got one of those? Anybody want to talk? It's an opportunity. The time that you might have prayed and you didn't get the an answer right away. Leo Rivera. Oh, Leo Rivera. Oh, Leo Rivera. That's a very good one. Yep. Yep. You got it. Same thing. We have, an, we, have a, we have another guy that we know real well that's going through a similar situation that he's not really doing well at all. And let me tell you, there's been some people praying for him. Stan knows who that is. But it is sometimes. But let me give you a time we have, uh, we had a daughter-in-law that uh, had, a, had a brain tumor, wasn't malignant, but they did an operation where she got hooked on prescription drugs. She had two, two, of, the, two of our grandchildren, and she was doing some crazy things, I mean, wrecking cars and doing all these different things and man we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and Kathy my wife even went as far as to try to keep her off the pills and stuff to, to call her every single morning just to see and you could tell if she was on, on the pills she'd slur words you know stuff so for about a week man she was good and one day Kathy called her and there she was she could not even talk and so we said well, what do we do Lord we're just praying and praying and praying and what he taught us out of that, yes, you're praying, but you're trying to handle it. Let me have it. And so he said, that's what we need to do. We need to keep praying, but we need to let God have it. Because we were still holding it close here and trying to handle it, trying to make her do things that we wanted her to do. So we let God have it. And guys, let me tell you this miracle that happened. She had a little daughter that was nine years old at the time, and she received Christ. That affected her so much, she got off the drugs for a while, and the pastor I talked to him, he said, I'm telling you, her eyes were clear, she was sober when she, when she uh, committed to Christ, received Christ herself. They were both baptized. 
together. Six months later, she got back from the drugs and got them mixed up, and she died. But God saved her through all that. God saved her through that. Our prayers, we feel like we're effective in one way. But God said, you got to let me have it. If you want me to pray, let me have it. And so when we finally released it to her, and let me tell you the feeling we had was like, wow, this is great. God's got it now. We don't have to worry about it any longer. Now, do we know that he was going to do what he did? No. But was letting him have it. Let me tell you guys, I hate to see, I hate to see Mindy pass away. But I just know where she's at now, and she's off drugs. Because I know, and I know that I know that I know that she was saved that day. And it's one of the happiest times for the daughter and her. So I can say amen to that. It was a, it was a happy time. So prayer is so effective, guys. But we have to use it the way God wants us to use it. Listen. But to listen to him is how we use it. Because, like I said, I try to pray and move on too fast. What I have to do is listen to him. And a few times I've slowed down, I've got answers every single time. Guys, pray with me. Father God, we thank you for this group of men that are here today, Father. I pray that you be with each one of them. And I pray with all my heart, Heavenly Father, that they are communicating with you, constantly communicating with you, Heavenly Father, because I know that's what you want. I know that's what they need and we need, uh, Heavenly Father, just to communicate with you and have that relationship. So I pray that you just continue to be with these men and their families and all that they have going on. I know there's probably some requests out there that they're holding in, Father, and I pray that you just bring them close to you and that they was just open their heart up to you and have that relationship. So thank you for the time that we've had. Thank you for, for all that you do in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. For more information about Cottonwood Creek Church, visit cottonwoodcreek.org. And we hope you come back to listen to future episodes of Men's Bible Study. 